0: The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to in-game odds in every major sport, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. State restrictions do apply. We're also brought to you by our mini helmet contest. The SGP mini helmets are now in the store and we're giving one away for free. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. You are listening to your EPL show FA Cup special for the FA Cup third round here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. They are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can also follow the Twitter account for lockbetting.com. It's at lockbetting.com. At lockbetting.com. The pin tweet on that Twitter account is. Is always the P&L from the previous month. And we have now swapped the month of November for the month of December, which was the 115th month in a row of Transparent Trap Profit. This is also the P&L spreadsheet that contains all of the World Cup futures. For so for those of you that are asking, you can now have a look how we did with our World Cup futures, because they will all be on that December spreadsheet, which is the pinned tweet at the Twitter account, at LockBetting.com sign up to the service that has delivered 115 months in a row of Transparent track Profit. So moving on with FA Cup third round action, what we're doing on this show is we are taking a handful of selected games. So it's kind of like getting a bunch of premium picks here for free on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, but that's what we do for the FA Cup. And we begin with the game between Tottenham and Portsmouth. Tottenham begin their campaign tomorrow morning with a a 12.30am kickoff. This is a competition that Tottenham will desperately want to win because I don't think they have much chance in the Champions League. They're already eliminated from the League Cup and obviously they are just going for the top four in the EPL. So this represents their only realistic chance of winning a trophy and they are the 1-8 to favourites to win against Portsmouth. It's 8-1 to on the draw. And Pompey are the 20 to 1 underdogs. Looking at the situation here for Tottenham and this being a competition that they will want to win, I don't think they're going to rotate too heavily. So I am looking for a Tottenham win here, obviously, and I think it will be somewhat convincing. Unfortunately, you have to lay a lot of juice on these handicap lines. If you want to take the minus 1.5 handicap line, for example, you have to take um, 1 to 2, minus 200. If you want to take minus 2.5, you are getting that one at 11 to 10. However, you do need Tottenham to win this game by three goals. I've decided to go down the middle here with this one. I've decided to take Tottenham minus 2. This pushes if they only win by two goals, which I definitely think they will. And you end up winning if they do win by the three goals. So with the minus two and a half, you need them to win by three. If they win by two, you lose. You do get some push protection here, but you are having to lay more juice. This selection on Tottenham minus two on the Asian handicap line is available at four to six minus 150. The concern is the fact that Tottenham have conceded in 10 of the last 11 games and uh, those 10 goals were all conceded first. Tottenham have conceded the first goal in 10 of those 11 games. They broke that spell against Crystal Palace and it's the fact that they broke it where I'm looking for Tottenham to take some momentum onto this game. This represents an opportunity for them to get a positive win. They probably will rotate some players. I can't see Song or Kane playing this game. But I do think Tottenham have the squad depth to deal with that. Perhaps one of them will play, which makes this an even better play. But even if Tottenham do rotate, this is a Premier League team going for the top four and they should have more than enough to win here against a Pompey team who are winless in the last five matches. Whilst Tottenham, they haven't lost any of their last 43 FA Cup home games against teams outside of the top flight. So outside of the EPL. It's also worth noting that Portsmouth parted company with their two managers, the Cowley brothers, Danny and Nicky. And that was as a result of failing to win any of the last five matches. This team sit mid-table in League One and uh, I feel that their minds will be elsewhere. Whilst this is a free hit and a nice distraction from where they are in the league and the fact that they are a club in transition, I do believe Tottenham should be able to take advantage of that and win this game comfortably. So Tottenham minus two. On the Asian Handicap lines, your first selection, and that one is available at 4-6, minus 150. Up next, we look at an all-Premier League clash, which is also happening at 12.30am on Saturday morning, 7.30am Eastern Time in the US, where Crystal Palace are hosting Southampton. Palace are the 4-5 favourites. It's 13-5 on the draw, and it's 10-3 here on Southampton. Nobody's going to want to face Crystal Palace at Crystal Palace in the FA Cup. I know Tottenham just beat Crystal Palace comfortably by four goals to nil. But usually this is a difficult place to go. Crystal Palace are not a team who are flirting with the relegation zone, but they're also not a team who are challenging for the European places either. They are in that mid-table dundrum where you really should be putting in your all to make a run in the cup competitions because you're safe from relegation whilst at the same time you're not challenging for European football. Your season is almost done here at this here at this midway point unless obviously you go on a drastically poor run, then you get sucked into the relegation zone whilst um, what's more unlikely is that um, they go on an amazing run and put themselves in a conversation with the likes of Newcastle, Chelsea, Tottenham, etc. That is very, very unlikely. But I also think the other scenario is unlikely either. Crystal Palace pick up too much points, too many points at home against teams in and around them in the EPL to be sucked into that. And that brings me to this scenario because this is a game where Crystal Palace are playing a team who are below them in the EPL at home. And this is typically the type of game that uh, that Crystal Palace win. South Southampton have made a poor managerial appointment in my opinion. And for those of you who got Southampton at around about plus 160 to get relegated when I first said it, you've done very well because I fully expect you to cash that ticket. Southampton have lost six of their last eight games in all competitions and their only win in their last nine was a 2-1 victory over Lincoln City in the AFL Cup. And uh, their reward for that is to play Manchester City in the quarterfinal in midweek. While we're talking about that, let me just let you know that the midweek edition of Bet MUFC will be covering all of the EFL Cup games. So for an EFL Cup preview, make sure you check out Bet Mufc because it's not just going to have the Man United-Charlton game, which quite frankly is a little bit underwhelming. I think we know how that one's going to go. But I will be covering the other three games and the futures markets as well. So getting back to this game, Southampton against Palace. Southampton face a Palace side that beat these type of opponents, it beat teams below them in the EPL, and they just beat Southampton in October in their Premier League meeting. I think that this will be a game where both teams do go for it. Both teams have scored in six of Southampton's last seven games in all competitions. But they have lost by a 3-1 scoreline twice in their last five matches. And it wouldn't surprise me to see the same sort of scoreline here. 3-1 actually individually is available at 22-1. to So it could be worth a sprinkle. But ultimately, my selection is on Crystal Palace on the money line at 4-5 to minus 125 here in this one. Before we move on with the rest of the games that I've picked out and the futures market, because I will be talking about the outright winner market. Let me take a quick time out to tell you guys about Winbet. Winbet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Winbet is active in a bunch of states and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. Great promos, odds and payouts are happening right now at Wimbet. So if you're ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer, bet $100 and win a one and get a $100 free bet limited to state availability. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to com slash WinBet so they know we sent you that com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Obviously, 21 older and present estate will pay for winbet. It's available if you want something nice a gallon problem. Call 1 800 522 4700. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. At Underdog, this season never ends. Right now, you can play their weekly battle royale games or even draft your playoff best ball team. They also have a ton of daily games for NBA and the NHL. Plus, when you use the promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com, you get a 100% deposit match up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy and the promo code SGPN. So moving on to the remaining games that I have selected, we move on to the three o'clock kickoffs. And we look at a game here between Middlesbrough and Brighton. Brighton are the three to five favorites to win this game. It's 14 to five on the draw. At it's 17-4 to here on Middlesbrough. I admittedly had a really bad lean against Brighton on the last edition of the EPL show. I thought Everton could build on what they did against Manchester City and get a positive result against them. Instead, Brighton took them to pieces. My take on that was that Everton find a way to set up with a defensive low block. And are able to contain teams. They're very, very defensively solid when they want to defend. And I believe that's what they're going to do against Manchester United. That game is covered over on MUFC at the moment. And I believe that's what they did successfully against Man City. But when they need to come and play out. And the onus is in on, on them to attack. They leave themselves more exposed. Now there's not going to be many games where Everton do that. But when they come up against opponents at home. Who they are expected to be or at least be equal to then there is more pressure on Everton and Brighton and not the team you want to do that against. They will pick you off. So this could go in the same direction, but I do believe that Middlesbrough are a live dog here, especially if there is some rotation from Brighton. This is because Middlesbrough are having a strong season ever since Michael Carrick took over. I think the over for me, though, is the no-brainer play. Over two and a half goals here is being offered up at 10 to 11 I don't understand how because I have it a lot closer to 4 to 6 minus 150 or maybe even shorter than that. This is because of the data here for goals. We know, we all know how De Zerbi plays as the Brighton manager. They've become an even more attack-minded team since Potter left and De Zerbi took over. As for this Middlesbrough team, they enjoyed a brilliant FA Cup run last season. They eliminated both Man United and Spurs and they'll certainly fancy their chances here against Brighton, especially if they rotate. But the over two and a half goals was a stand standout because it's been a winner in nine of Brighton's last 10 matches under Roberto De Zerbi, whilst Michael Carrick's appointment at, at Borough has bought in the goals too with each of their last seven games seeing overs land. We're getting 10 to 11 here on two teams to go over two and a half goals when Brighton have seen nine out of their last 10 go over. That's 90% of their last 10 games and we've seen 100% of Borough's last seven games go over with the appointment of Michael Carrick. So, I'm not understanding why we are getting the price. I'm obviously going to be all over the price here and the selection, considering that uh, Borough have cashed this in their last seven and Brighton have cashed this in nine of their last 10. Um, Each of Middlesbrough's last six matches and Brighton's last three have also seen both teams score. So I expect both teams to get on the score sheet here. If you need another play to take this up to a bigger price, I'm happy with a 10 to 11. I think it's massively generous. So I'll take that price 10 to 11 here on over two and a half goals in tomorrow's game between Middlesbrough and Brighton. Up next, we move on to the game here between Brentford and West Ham. This is a game between two teams who should be in that middle area of the Premier League. We talked about Crystal Palace earlier. These are two teams who shouldn't be facing any kind of relegation issues. But at the same time, especially given West Ham's start to the season, they won't be challenging for European football. West Ham don't need to still get themselves into that position. That's where we expect West Ham to be. But they've made a very, very poor start to the season. They picked up a point against Leeds. And uh, they need to build on that when the EPL resumes. So we're assuming it will do. And we're assuming that West Ham will want to have a decent run here in this competition. So I see a fairly strong West Ham team going up against Brentford. And I definitely see a strong Brentford team, given that this is really all they have to play for. They're not going down in the EPL. So why not put it all in for an FA Cup run? They are the 6-4 to favourites to win the game. It's 9-4 to on the draw. And West Ham are the 2-1 to underdogs. These two teams played at West Ham a few weeks ago. They ended up playing out a 2-0 win for Brentford. West Ham were very, very poor in that game. I think West Ham will go for it here, and I think they'll be able to at least find the back of the net. Both teams to score is my standout selection here at a price of 10 to 11 minus 110. Both teams to score is the main selection given that both teams have scored in six of Brentford's last seven matches in all competitions. So this is pretty much a play solely on Brentford. Brentford come into this one unbeaten in their last seven matches in all competitions, winning three and drawing four, while West Ham are winless in their last six, drawing two and losing four. So the form favours Brentford. Brentford already beat this team a few weeks ago, but I think West Ham are desperately looking to turn a corner. A cup run will do that. This is a good cup side. Don't forget what they did in the Europa League last season. Again, they're doing it in the Europa Conference League. I think they have a real shot at winning that competition. And it'll be a shame if David Moyes doesn't get to manage them in the rest of that competition because he's done very well. But he will go if this team are involved in a relegation scrap. So they need to sort themselves out in the EPL. Then they can focus on cup runs. But at the moment, I still think we'll see two strong versions of Brentford and West Ham in this game. And ultimately, I see both teams finding net. So both teams to score at 10 to 11 minus 110. My selection here for this London derby between Brentford and West Ham. Up next, we look at a game involving Newcastle, who I want to talk a little bit more about once we get to looking at the futures market. Because for me, Newcastle are a very, very interesting team. Yes, they are challenging for the top four, but I do believe the way they've played Against other teams in and around that top six, drawing away to Man United, drawing away to uh, Arsenal recently, drawing at home to Manchester City, they are a real threat here in this competition, and nobody's gonna nobody's gonna want to play them. They start their campaign away to Sheffield Wednesday, six pm on Saturday, where they are the one to two favourites. It's eighteen to five on the draw, and it's thirteen to two here on Sheffield Wednesday. Lots of ways into this game. I'll explain why afterwards. Initially, I like the look of Newcastle and under four and a half goals, which is available at four to five. Or you could take Newcastle to win to nil, which is available at six to four plus 150. Given the data, that does provide some very serious value. Now, Newcastle are at the point where they're capable of rotating a couple of players and still being able to win this game. Newcastle have eliminated Sheffield Wednesday in five of their six FA Cup meetings. Newcastle coming to this one having conceded just two goals in their last 11 games as well. So Newcastle to win to nil here could be the way to go. And Newcastle and under and a half goals could definitely be a more safer way to go. They have won nine of their last 13 games in all competitions and remain unbeaten in that run. They've kept six clean sheets in a row and they have the best defensive record in the entire EPL. They are a threat here in this competition. Make no mistake about it. My main selection is going to be Newcastle and the under four and a half goals, but I certainly would not dissuade you from taking Newcastle to win with a clean sheet, which is ger- generously priced up at plus money at six to four plus 150 here in this one the final game we're going to look at has been added because it is the tie of the round it's an all premier league game that happens on sunday and it's an all Premier League game which just cashed us our lock over on the EPL show with Manchester City winning at Stamford Bridge. The two teams now go to um, the Etihad where Man City are the two of five favourites. It's 19 to five on the draw and it's seven to one here on Chelsea. This is a very easy selection for me. Chelsea are the walking wounded at the moment. They have so many injuries. I just cannot see them being able to rotate here. And even the team they put out, they're not going to be able to do anything here against Manchester City. Manchester City just have this team's number. Chelsea haven't scored against Manchester City now for four straight games, so that doesn't put them in good stead here for doing anything in this game. I'm going to take Manchester City minus one here on the Asian handicap line. This selection caches if Manchester City win by two goals, but you push... If Manchester City just win by a single goal, I don't see that happening, but it does at least give you a better price than taking Man City on the money line at two to five. This pushes your selection to 16 to 25, so just shy of 46 minus 150. But I think it's the only way to go in this one. Manchester City will win. They will knock Chelsea out of the FA Cup on Sunday. It's just a case of how you play it. And as I think Manchester City will win. I am protected with the push if they just win by a single goal, but I'm expecting a much more convincing win from this City side here on Sunday. Perhaps perhaps you'll get yourself a better line if Erling Haaland doesn't start this game, but I'm happy still to take the selection if you see Julian Alvarez in the lineup. In fact, that's what I expect to happen, but I have no issue taking a World Cup winner who is massively influential at the World Cup if Erling Haaland doesn't start for a little bit more value here in this one. So before we close out with the lock on the show, um, let's have a look at the outright markets here for the FA Cup. We did do this over on Bet MUFC, so if you've already listened to Bet you might want to just skip ahead. City are the 10 to three favourites, Liverpool 6-1, it's 13-2 on Arsenal. These prices have slightly changed since I did that show. It's 15-2 to on Tottenham, Man United are still 10-1, 12-1 Newcastle, 14-1 Chelsea, 18-1 Brighton. Everyone else is bigger than 25 to 1. I think the trophy is going to stay among those teams in the top six. I think one of the top six teams will win it. Um, but at the same time, nobody is going to want to play Newcastle or Brighton. Now, when I talk about the top six, I'm talking about the the top six or the perceived top six at the start of the season. That's City, Man United, Liverpool, Arsenal, Tottenham and Chelsea. But obviously, Newcastle have come into the conversation, which is why we're talking about them here Brighton, I think to a lesser extent, I think teams will be able to dispose of them. But Newcastle, they have the results to back up why they are a threat here in this competition. We mentioned it when we talked about Newcastle and the only draw against Arsenal. They lost in ninety-eight minutes of, of, of in, they lost in eight minutes of injury time The ninety-eighth minute against Liverpool. That's their only loss so far this season. A draw against Man City, a draw at Old Trafford. So this is a team that you don't want to play, and therefore the price of twelve to one looks very big on a Newcastle team who. I think at some point won't have the legs for the top four race, but they can, sh- they've already shown on any given day they can be a threat to any team. So that looks big. Man United the 10 to 1 also looks big. I think we have the squad uh, that can rotate and have a run in this competition. Obviously, we're battling on a lot of fronts, which will be the problem. We're looking at a run in the EFL Cup. We will definitely get to the semi because we're joining against Charlton. We've got Barcelona around a 16 in the UEFA and we're challenging for the top four, maybe an outside chance of challenging for the league as well. So I can understand if that's the reasoning, but for us to be behind Tottenham and Arsenal and Liverpool who also have the same distractions as us doesn't make any sense. I think Tottenham are massively overrated in this market. I think Arsenal are definitely overrated in this market because I think they're going to heavily rotate with their sole focus being on winning the Premier League. We're going to see rotation from Arsenal across the board in both this competition and possibly the Europa League as well as the as the run in gets tighter and tighter. I think Arsenal's priority will 100% be the league title and therefore I think they're a poor price. Liverpool, they're not really in the EPL title race this season. In fact, they're definitely not. They're still just going for the top four. They're not in the EFL Cup. So for them, it's a case of Champions League staying in the top four or getting in the top four at this point and the FA Cup. So they could be a threat to retain. And Man City, their favourites for a reason. But for me, this is a competition they care about the least. They've already made a commitment to the EFL Cup. They're in the quarterfinal where they will beat Southampton away from home. They're in the Champions League, which is their number one priority. And of course, they're chasing Arsenal. So I don't think the FA Cup is of premium importance, which is why I think this we may see Haaland potentially rested for that game. So... A load of interesting looks here at the teams at the top. I think there's definitely value on Newcastle and Manchester United at twelve to one and ten to one. Outside of that, I don't really see any real potential value on any of the other teams, and I'll just be backing those two teams initially at the start of this competition. So closing out with your lock on the show. As I only picked a few games here to to look at, obviously. I'm very, very high on all of these games. Um, I was torn between taking um, a selection in the Newcastle game because I do think they'll have a run in this competition or taking that over in the Middlesbrough-Brighton game. I have opted for the over. I think the price is massively generous. To get over two and a half goals for this game between Middlesbrough and Brighton is generous when you look at the data. Of course, we have two attacking managers here who have changed their teams. Each of Middlesbrough's last seven games have produced over two and a half goals, and Brighton have seen over two and a half goals in nine of their last ten under Roberto De Zerbi. So, over two and a half goals is your lock here for this game between Middlesbrough and Brighton, and that one is available at the price of 10 to 11 minus 110. Just a reminder the midweek edition of Bet MUFC will feature a preview of the Carabao Cup. So the show that's out at the moment, that has an exclusive preview of the Everton game. We also look at the uh, FA Cup futures on that one as well. But the midweek edition, we're going to be looking at all of the Carabao Cup games. So make sure you check it out. I thought it was a little bit underwhelming just to cover Man United versus Charlton on the show. That would be a little bit of a difficult show to do. So I've decided that's the place where I'm going to cover all of the other games. So make sure you check out that edition of MUFc. That will have a lock on it. So you will be getting a bonus lock on that show. In addition to that, make sure you check out all of the Scamessa Italia content. There has just been a future show uploaded. So we did a Scamessa Italia show for the resumption looking at the midweek fixtures. But now there has been a future show added. There will also be a show looking at the weekend action as well. So tons of stuff for you guys to check out. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.